Upstairs, I'm back. It's Zubeda, you already know. But today, I have a famous guest, as I think is famous. Um, his name is Lucas Moore. Tell him about yourself just a little bit. Say hi. Yeah, what's up? Rather than your hair, you know, since it's perfect. My hair's perfect right yeah. now? It's never perfect. Are you sure? Yeah, I need like a personal makeup person to follow <laughs> me around to make sure it's perfect. I mean, if you pay me good, I could be a person. Well, let's see how much money I make in like 10 years. Maybe I'll give you a call. You need a personal assistant or something. Are you going to be too famous to even remember my name? No, if you could, you got my number, right? As long as my number doesn't get given out and I have to change it. I feel like it will. I feel like you're going to have stalkers, you feel me? They're going to be like... I, you know, I'm at a small local... It's not small. It's a, it's a medium-sized radio station right now. And it already happens a little bit. People are just kind of crazed. I know. Um, I feel like over time, it's going to become even like... You're going to become more... Not famous, but you're going to have more broadcasters watching you and viewers and whatever job you end up leaning on. Yeah, I mean, it just it builds up over time, like anything. Just every clip I do, I feel like more people will listen and more people have heard me. And then it just go, grows and grows and grows. Every segment you do, this podcast, exactly. anything. Exactly. Uh, the more you get your voice out there, the more it can be heard and the more people follow you. And um, I'm not even one, I'm not even close to an expert on fame at all. I have very small, like if, if fame were a giant bowl of cereal i literally have a crumb of it that's crazy because like, that's the way you look at it but from our perspective you have like all the aspects of it you know how to handle people and you have the voice for it, the personality for it. So i feel like you're gonna handle it the best way you can yeah i, I think so too and i think that this is the thing i'm signing up for it exactly. right i'm yeah, not gonna complain so when i get weird messages from people um when people that i do not know try to friend request me when people come up to me in public and say hi i am not annoyed whatsoever by it. i'm signing up be. for this exactly That's and job. you know we talked about facebook and this is this is just an interesting topic to start uh, this conversation Where but we were talking again? about facebook the other day and uh you know we'd scoop b who's been around the mm -hmm. journalism workshop yeah, he said he said uh well, you need to make a different Facebook for your public. And I went, no, I don't want to. I've got a thousand something people there. Uh, I will only follow what my friends post, but I'm not going to get on there enough. I, if I want my Facebook to be my public Facebook exactly. too. And my Twitter right now will be my Twitter forever. Like, exactly. That, that's what I want. No, I feel like you just need to balance. If you're a fame, you can balance being a celebrity. Like you can post certain things and you can still po um, post your personal life. And you can still follow your friends, but yeah, still like, you don't have to just balance it out. Yeah. I mean, my thing is my, I, I'm not embarrassed to show my personal life. Yeah. So, um, there are certain things, obviously you don't put on social media, there, yeah. but those are things you don't even tell other people, but exactly. anything I can tell, I am willing to share my life on social media with, with as much as I can. And I will be willing to do that for the rest of my career. Now, I, hopefully, hopefully I'm successful enough at Fingers one point crossed, yeah. that I got to, you know, turn off notifications and I just stop looking at it as a device to communicate. I'd really enjoy yeah. that, but I'm not going to make a new Twitter or anything like that. Exactly. I'm just and I feel on. like being able to post whatever you want, whoever is watching you and not being private, your, your level of um, confidence has to be so up. And I feel like you've went over your insecurity and now you're so confident that you don't care who's watching or who's listening. You're just going to be yourself. Yeah. And, and that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I said that to you guys. It's it, the, the biggest thing is, is that if you want to do something, you need to do it as yourself. And yeah, if you facts. cannot do that thing as yourself, you should not do the thing you want to do because that's not what you want to do if you have to change who you are. Exactly. Right? And I feel like it's hard finding that, but at some point you're going to find it. And at some point you're going to find, even me, I might, I might not be doing podcasting, but I'm trying. And if I don't like it, then I'm going to find something else. Yeah, exactly. And the path of it. when you do podcasts, you be yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you do anything in life, you be yourself. Exactly. And if you are good at it as yourself, that's what you're meant to do.
Yeah. And it's just so tough. Like, you know, we talk about the education system. It's hard to find what you want to do. Yeah. It's so many aspects. Yeah. But keep doing it because, you know, I don't make that much money, but I feel like the richest man in the world because every single day, I don't feel like I, I feel like I've been on a three, like I've been working full time almost two months now, two and a half. I really don't feel like I've started yet. I feel like I'm on vacation the entire time. Every day I'm relaxed. Every day I go into work, I do a radio show and then I get to talk sports. I get to edit, you know, that in and of itself makes you be able to wake up every day and And go to work. I was just telling Catherine earlier and I was like, wow, I want to have a job where I can wake up and be like, yes, I'm going to work or not exactly. Or I can be like, damn, I have work tomorrow. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. I feel like right now you're with kids. You're not, you don't like, you're not even in the same age group, but yeah, you're still here energetic. You have energy and you're still dealing with us. And I feel like you don't want anything to come from it. You're just doing it because it's a stake of you. You know, you love your job. You love teaching us. You love podcasting. And it's just the way it is. Yeah. I've just, I want more people to find their passion. Um, I want more people to be happy. I want more people to enjoy their lives. And that you know, success breeds success is what I've said since I was 16. (laughs) It's if you are successful, Mm -hmm. if you're driven, if you're passionate, if you look people in the eye and say, this is what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. And this is how I'm going to do it. You can do anything. Yeah. I can forget about me, but that person that hears me say that goes, man, I want to be like that guy. Yeah. And I want people to say, I want to be like, I want to be the, like as passionate as he is. Yeah. Not they want to be me. Exactly. I don't want people Just to the, want to be yeah. me. I want them to be them, yeah. but I want them to see how hard I work, how much I love what I do, how much yeah. passion I bring to it and try to match that because success breeds success. Yeah. You know, you motivate the people around you in your life. You motivate people that watch you. My little cousin, for example, this is, this is a nice story. Aww. He did not have any direction at all. And how old is he? Uh, right now he's eight, turning 18 or he just turned 18. Oh, he's just around about my age. Yeah. Yep. And when he was like 14 or 15, he saw me start to go to school and start to do a lot of things here. Mm-hmm. And then he started to have conversation with me. And then he came down to OU and I said, listen, you're not doing your homework. You're not focusing. You went from a kid who was on track to graduate high school early. Now might not graduate. Yeah. Right. Just lost focus. Just lost focus. And you're having a lot of fun. He's like, oh, I just want to have some fun, man. And I said, listen. The fun comes after the work is done. Yep, just like you said earlier, you can have, you can go and do whatever the heck you want to do. But if you, like when I have, like I take CCP classes and I get so stressed sometimes. And sometimes it's like, wow, there's people in the corner just goofing around. They're having the time of their life. But I feel like I just have more fun when I know I did everything after that. I'm accomplished. And I can sit around with no worries, no paper due at 12 a.m., nothing. And just like be out, you know, just do whatever I got to do because I have no worries. I got my stuff put together. Yep. You got your stuff done. Exactly. Your life. And and you want to, you get that stuff done when you want to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And to do what you're doing, you've got to focus. you got to be passionate. you got to go get it. Exactly. So if you do that, you go get it. Now you're doing what you want to do. It makes it easier to get done what your work to get done and then go have fun. Mm-hmm. Right. But people that live life for fun, they end up working jobs they hate and they end up hating most of their life. Yep. And there's no happiness. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, you got to find your passion. And, and you know, I don't want to basically say that people sh- shouldn't. Uh, some people have to work construction. Yeah, they do. Some they, people have to work jobs. They don't want to work. Some people's situation in life is different. Yep, and I they feel, don't have no choice. Exactly, and I feel blessed right. that I'm able to pursue this, but I think that everybody can find some sort of passion. Even if you're forced to go to a deadbeat job that you don't want to go to for eight hours a day, because you got to take care of a family member or you got to take care of a child, anything like that. Exactly. I get that. But for those eight hours a day, I know it's going to be horrible. Find the joy in that. 
as little as there can be and then find something else and go do it and go chase it. Did you want to be a stand-up comedian? Did you want to be a singer? Did you want to mix music? Did you want to make art? Did you want to paint? Whatever you want to do, find time and do it. Even if it's an hour a day. Yeah. Because there are so many success stories of guys who just didn't give up, who girls who just didn't give up. And then it turns for them at Mm -hmm. 35. We see life, unfortunately, in this country as 18 to 22. If you don't get it done, you're a failure. Yep. And that is not true at all. You've got another 50, 60 years of learning, of growth, of experience, of chances, of opportunities, of, of times to make a change. And we settle in and most people live where they lived when they were 22 because Oh, They're well, too scared. Yeah, I've already been here. Why would I just keep going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't go back to college. That's for eighteen to twenty-two. You're like, no. Exactly. College they can have be that for mindset. everybody. Exactly. And I feel like at OU, I've been here for two days, three days, and I feel like everyone has the mindset of, yeah, it's okay to be confused. It's okay to just do whatever you want to do, no matter what age it is. You know? Yeah. I feel like you're you just just now came out of high school, and you're still doing, like accomplishing all these things in th- within three years. And obviously, five years online, your life might be completely different. Mm-hmm. You might want to change your whole, like, nothing, no one knows, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, and I'm not, I'm not against anything. I'm just looking for daily happiness. And, you know, I have this goal and it kind of motivates me. I want to be the greatest broadcaster that's ever lived. I've said that. It's a weird thing to say. I really don't like saying it. I don't often say it on podcasts. But the reason I say that to myself is because my mom always told me, if you shoot for the stars... You might end up landing on the moon. Oh, that's so But if you beautiful. shoot for the moon, you're going to fall short. Go as high as you can. Set that goal. Set that bar. And try to reach that bar. And you're going to miss the bar. So but many times. If yeah. you, you're going to miss the bar. If you set, you should fail. That's how high your goal should be, is that it's almost a guaranteed failure. But you're reaching for it. And as you're reaching for it, you're going to burst through so many barriers as you're reaching for that lofty, lofty goal. If your goal is to be a national radio person and you end up being a regional radio person, Right. Exactly. That's still a really yeah. successful career if your goal. But then if you lower your goal and say, oh, I just, you know, I just want to do local radio. Like then once you get there, what are you going to do after that? Yeah. You have no. Right. And like now if I so reach the pressure. point yeah. where I'm the greatest sportscaster that's ever lived and, and I've do. accomplished yeah. that goal, uh, hopefully I'll be like 65 and I can be like, okay, now I can play golf. Yeah. Right. You can just chill. And yeah. Just... I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't, that doesn't happen too early because that's been my like life goal. And yeah. I feel like I'd get lost if I uh, suddenly accomplished this yeah. goal. Like maybe I'd run for president. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas for president. Hashtag 2020. No, He's no, like no, Kanye, no, 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 you know, no. uh, people, I don't think so. I don't think I'd ever win the presidency, but I feel like, um, you just have to balance it out, you know? And as you're a uh, one Oh five, um, spokesperson you host it and stuff but i feel like how do you because i was with athletes i've seen athletes all over OU this week and i feel like they're pressured to be a certain way they're pressured to be manly have that manlyhood like go play be the best they could and then they come back but we forget they have personal lives they're an actual human being you know yeah and i feel like when do they get to pursue love when can they have love for their significant other yeah, well, this is the this is a very difficult concept and a difficult conversation, and I'm very familiar with it because although I'm not an elite athlete myself, You're still a I, yeah. I cover them. I have many, many friends, many, many colleagues who are elite athletes at mm-hmm. the highest levels all across the country. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I've had light conversations about this, and I've seen, bottom line, when they're in college, it's really tough. They're it's very sought tough. after. Um, it's hard to maintain a relationship especially for baseball, because you, you're in the summer, you're on the road, mm-hmm. you've probably only been dating this girl a year, she's not in the town you're in, and then every party you go to, they all know you're baseball players. And they all want you, and they're all on you, and, and they, they're obviously... And they don't care, yeah. and they don't care. And like, it's so tough as an 18, 19, 20-year-old to handle that type yeah. of pressure, 
and to be able to maintain a healthy, steady relationship. It's very rare. It's so rare. To have someone that has a girlfriend for a long time. For like, a, or for a boyfriend. A, a really steady one for a long... It's rare for everybody. Yeah, but for, but athletes, for athletes, it's just athletes. more... A very more, more risk. And I feel like even now, they just... In freshmen, sophomores, you just now came out of high school, you know? What is love? Do we even know what love is? And for them to just come out and now they're like, okay, I have a girlfriend. Like, for example, Jerome, I was at a panel and I was talking to him and um, I spoke to them because it was all the basketball and football players and there was like at least five of them, six of them. And they were sitting there and I was... And people were asking stats, what's the best thing? Like, you know, just that normal sports thing. And I raised my hand and I was like, hey, I'm Zubeda, but... I know this is not something you're usually asked for, but I want to know how do you guys get to balance your life? How do you get to pursue love with your significant other and still be able to have like the best, is a distraction. And literally every single one of them got quiet and they started laughing because they were like, I seen it because I was like, I didn't push the question, you know, because I felt like they thought that they weren't going to be taken seriously. So after that, I sat and I was like, hey, Jerome, I was like, can I still touch with you? And we sat in the corner and I felt like, it was because everyone was watching. He couldn't tell me his honest answer. And when we sat down in his one-on-one, I got to get him comfortable. And then he was like, he has a girl, honestly. He has a little, he has a girlfriend right now, and he's a sophomore in college. And he was like, I'm, no, freshman, I'm sorry. And he said, I'm just now starting my career. And he was like, we're already having problems where it's, you don't have time for me, or how are you doing this? It's like, he's like, it's a very, it's a very, very big distraction. It's so, difficult. Yeah, it's very it's big. It's difficult. And mm-hmm. it takes, <sighs> It's difficult for the significant other too, male or female. I mean, this is the same thing that women athletes, we, we, we always say it's the male athletes, the male athletes, and then the yeah. female support system. There's a lot of female athletes who have this exact same problem, exactly. being able to maintain relationships. I know a bunch of people that played division one sports that were females here that they struggled with it when, when springtime or their season would roll around, they just wouldn't get to see them. It, it's, it's a difficult thing. You're making a big commitment and it takes a special person, both the athlete and the person with the athlete. And I, there are a lot of really healthy relationships. I don't want to speculate because I've been heard recently. If maybe they're still together, I don't want to put that on the podcast, but there are, I know that there are athletes and they're often, they're often crazy dedicated athletes that have successful relationships. And this is why this is my random theory on it. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. It is basically, they are so unbelievably dedicated to that sport. They have this drive. They have this passion to pursue this one thing. This one thing that they want to be that the best they at. don't got time for the BS of the chase. Mm-hmm. They don't have time or the interest in can I get girls or can I get guys on the female side of it to like me to date me. Mm-hmm. They're not in the chase like all seventeen to twenty-two year olds are. All of them exactly. are in the chase. Even if you're a Christian, you're in the chase for your wife, yeah, right? To find someone exactly. You, that is what this phase of life essentially is for a lot of people in this world and those crazy dedicated athletes, they know that their dedication to their sport. So they'll find somebody and that somebody will be just as dedicated to them and they'll make time and they'll understand their dedication. And it's like this, it's like this agreement. Like I am so dedicated to this. I don't want to worry about this. Like the girls that if you are my support system, if you're there and you understand that I'm going to be in the film room for mm-hmm. eight hours. I'm going to be watching tape for so long. I'm probably not going to be home till 1130. I can't text you. I can't FaceTime. I, I can't, can't do anything. I'm, I'm not going to talk yeah. to you. And you got to be okay with that. Yeah. And when they find that, it's special because it's, beautiful. because it's beautiful because at the end of the day, you see how they can support the athlete. You see how that athlete is elevated by that person. I know. Um, Andy Dalton is a great example. Him and his wife. They've been together since college. Um, and Andy is a straight shooter. He's a 
guy that's super dedicated to what he does. He's wow. a quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. I was just about to ask. I don't know who and he they're, is. And, but... they're, and they're, they're married and they're just happy. And that's you can tell. It happens a lot with Aww. quarterbacks to where they get married, they get locked in. Tom Brady's a weird deal where he had a girl like that. Yeah. And then he married the supermodel, Giselle. So, you know, maybe you get famous, things change, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, that support system was there. And some people find it through significant others. Some people find, find it through, through family. Yeah. Yep. They told me, they're like, it can't, it doesn't always have to be, it doesn't have to be like, I'm yeah. in a relationship, I love you, but I can just someone there for me. And they're like, oh, we have our coach. I asked, I was like, can you guys talk? Like, you guys are men's, you know, I know you guys are men and you guys can't express your emotions because you guys feel weak, but do you guys have a safe space? And he was like, yeah, we have, we're, our players are our brothers. They're so, so tight. And I love how they're all have yeah. the same goal. Mm -hmm. And they're so like, they're like a pack, like a pack of bears. They're so close. The, the, what I'll tell you is it's kind of a misconception because I've been inside those locker rooms mm -hmm. that are that tight. And when a guy gets emotional and gets serious and be like, guys, I really like this girl. Like everybody will stop and go, oh, let's talk about it. And they'll stop joking I love around. That, yeah. Because it's really kind of turned maybe to where, you know, emotions are real for everybody. And regardless of who you are, mm -hmm. if you're famous, if you're, it doesn't matter what it is, you're gonna, you have emotions. You're, you can be so famous or you can be so dedicated I feel like then again, people just forget you, you're a human being. Every human being has emotions and you're, you have a right to feel like that. You know? Yeah. You have exactly. a right. You have a right to express who you are, the emotions that you carry, who you love, why you love, why you've been heartbroken. All that exists for both men and women. It, it is. It, it doesn't matter. It's for everybody. And we all have different difficulties. We all have different heartbreaks. We all have different loves. We all experience differently. So what I'm asking you is as a man, I know you're not an athlete, but I chose you because you did. I mean, you deal with it because you have to give your job 100%. You have to, you're only, you're focused on, you wake up in the morning, regardless if you're having a bad day or not, you have to give it that energy because that's your job. It's what a performance-based yeah, job. Exactly. Yes. So I want to know, since you're a man and people are looked on, like, because if I, I hear your voice on thing, I would be like, wow, on your, like, your podcast, I would be like, wow, this is a very dedicated man. I wouldn't even think about, does he have a girlfriend or does he take him seriously? So I want to know, as a man, is it hard, like, balancing your love life? Is it hard loving like having a significant other that has the same dream as you you know like yeah. you guys are on the same well, page uh, i don't know it's so tough at this point in my life uh, you know you mentioned the same dream mm -hmm. that can be difficult right and you know i've had crush whatever you know a thing <laughs> sure we'll call it that whatever it is yeah with somebody that is in the same profession right okay. with similar aspirations and you kind of look at each other and go well you're gonna move there and I'm going to move here. And I'm going to move there. And we're both so unbelievably dedicated to this. There's no way we could be as dedicated to each other. This is just not going to work. We're not going to come It's come not going to work. We probably shouldn't even try it. Now, there are certain situations where you maybe can make it work. And I'm not telling anybody that they shouldn't try to keep a relationship. High school sweethearts, I tell all of them, try. You, yeah. If, if you think it's love, try it. You should try it exactly. because you don't know. Yeah. You cannot live life afraid of being heartbroken. You can't. Be you cannot live life yeah. afraid of failure because if you live life afraid of those things, if you live life afraid of things going wrong. How are you ever going to get it? How are you ever yeah. going to get anything to go right? Exactly. Because you're not trying, right? So, you know, take a risk. But there's some sorts of situations where you go, okay, this is not a viable Obviously, risk. Obviously, it's not. If you have yeah. evidence, it's not going to work know, out. Let's move on. But in terms of how do I balance? Mm-hmm. I, my, my job is so a part of my life 
And it's so... I know, I see. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so just every day. It's what I do. It's not that big of a deal that I don't really think about my job. Like I just go and I do it. I do what I need to get done. And then I go home. So really all day I have time to think about, you know, my emotions, my relationships in, mm-hmm. in place. It's not that I almost focus on that mentally more. Like I'm doing my job and I'll be thinking about my girl. Wow. Right. And I, because, but because the job yeah. is just a thing. So maybe that's just me, you know, maybe I'm just able to multitask mentally like that, but not I, everyone has that. So no, Lucas. and not everyone, yeah. you know, doesn't have a boss that looks over. So I can text and I can, you know, have a good conversation, um, during work and maintain that. And yeah, it balances, balance is just this is one of the hardest things I feel like I feel like regardless of what it's just so hard because I mean I get it you want one thing you know but how are you going to incorporate this big thing into your life and love is you don't know what love is or you don't as an athlete how would you know if she's worth it is she worth me being distracted like they kept saying distraction I was literally Jerome was like oh I'm just getting distracted by this girl like there's come days See, where my this, game is no, off time out distraction is a word used by coaches um, because coaches don't want their players in relationships. I mean, if you ask any coach in private, would you like your player to be in a relationship with, or would you like your, would you like your football players to completely forget that women exist? What would they say? I don't they would know say, what they would say, yes, please. I don't want, I don't want them going out on the town looking for girls. Ask any coach. Like, wow. I never knew that. But you know, they, now a coach would probably be like, no, I'm looking for the, if you honestly asked what's the best way to win football games, it's going to be, a hundred guys in college football, it's about a mm-hmm. hundred. It's a hundred guys all fully dedicated to each other. And that's it. There's no other women. It's the There's pack. nothing. Yeah. And there are football teams across the country who ban girlfriends during the season. And that's a little more common in wrestling where wrestling is so much conditioning and stuff that they'll ban girlfriends during the season. Um, which I think is ridiculous and barbaric. And I think that as a coach, you should teach balance. And I think you should want your players to seek emotional fulfillment yeah. because if they find emotional fulfillment, then they'll be able to folk. So when I'm not in a relationship, is your I, job better? Like, do you think you're, no, no, I'm worse. I'm worse. I'm worse because it's all I'm thinking. I'm like, Oh man, I, I got, you know, wh- 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 what's next. But I feel like when you're, when you have something to look forward to, like I'm, I could be at work and I'm so busy or I'm an athlete and I'm throwing football and I'm like, I can like, wow, I have her at home waiting for yeah, me. She's, like you, yeah. You have someone dinner, waiting right? for you. So like, yeah, like uh, this weekend I'm going to visit and I know that that's happening. I know that, that I don't have to go out. I know, I know that I don't have to dress up and try to impress somebody. Nothing. I know I don't have to swipe on Tinder. I know that this weekend I'm going to drive. I'm going to see her. She's going to be happy to see me. Period. And that, that just lifts a weight right off your shoulders. And then you can focus more day to day on what you want to do. And yeah, you can focus more. I, you have to go one of two ways though. See, playing in that middle is weird. Like looking for a relationship. Yeah. Like you don't want your players saying, in there. Okay, where are they? You want your athlete either... I forget girls. I'm focused on football or I got my girl. I'm focused on football. You don't want them. I need a girl. Let me not think about football. Right. That's when distraction comes. Exactly. You're not dedicated to football. The the chase becomes the distraction, but also it's not as bad for athletes because they don't have to chase as much as other guys. I mean, they have freaking girls throwing at them in anywhere, you know, you're just like you told me, you have to tell the story about the, when you had the reds in the bar and this girl tried to like, can't be telling (laughs) that story. Can't do it. Can't do it. You know, it's, that's a story. If you ever see me in person, anybody out there, I will happily tell you that story, but I can't have that. Exactly. No, I get it. I completely no, get no, it. No, 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 yeah. no. It's fine. But you, it's fine. You asked too. Like, you know, it's a really good story. Yeah. Um, uh, but 
you know, just some things you can't tell. Yeah, no, just end of the day, though, I just wanted to make sure that everyone knows this is the question I want us to answer. I mean, I feel like we already answered it, but are athletes even, are athletes capable of love? Yes. Yeah, they are. Everyone is capable of And they deserve love. it, too, because yeah. the, that is their job, that is their pursuit, and they should 100% have the right to it and 100% have the understanding that girls are not a distraction if you just place them in your life correctly. And if you're a female, too, guys are not a distraction if you just place them in your in your life correctly and you maintain your priorities. And like we said at the beginning of podcast, you got to get your work done mm -hmm. and then have fun. Yep. So if you're not lifting weights because you're thinking about girls, then you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong, right? So they are capable of love. And I think that they are more capable of love than they think. I think that they've been told lies their entire lives. Because that's how society sees yeah, everyone. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you're an athlete and, and, and there's a lot of tough things and there's a lot of unfaithfulness in mm -hmm. sports too. It it's tough. They're on the road. They're being, girls are being thrown at them. And I completely get it. And there's a lot of more nuance and difficulty to this conversation. Mm -hmm. I really wish this podcast was yeah. 45, 50, I would love talking for hours. Yeah, but. Yeah, it, it's. But they are capable of love. To answer your question without a doubt, they are capable of love. And I think that some of the best husbands and wives in the world are elite athletes because that discipline, that focus, that want-to attitude mm -hmm. that they take to that sport, that's exactly what they'll take to their relationship. They'll, that same dedication. And that's exactly what they'll take to their children. And that's why you see so many great people their fathers were athletes. Their mothers were athletes because athletics uh, gives you this, this sense of discipline that you cannot find anywhere else in life. And that's why I think it's really important for people to be athletic and involved in society because to be an elite athlete, it requires an insane amount of focus and discipline. And that is so freaking beautiful. This is why I have Lucas more with us. I cannot wait to meet him more and see him more in my college life. Anyways, bye sisters. Hope you had a great time. I did have a great time. I'm not a sister, but I had a great <laughs> He's time. He's a sister, guys. <laughs>